0: Phoenix Fan Fusion, and this is Smash Tower for Con Air Radio, and I am here with my first interview of the returning con after, what, two years? Oh my god, I'm so tired. Tom
1: Levine. How are we doing? We're doing good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, and it is a joy, an absolute joy to be back at Phoenix Fan Fusion after that long, long break.
0: So, you've had two years off.
1: What have you been doing For the last two years yeah staying home and getting the kids through uh school primarily we hunkered down pretty good and uh, i'd like to say that i was writing but i i wasn't i was (laughs) i was just too too overwhelmed to even bother
0: do you know that it's funny i have talked to several authors since i've been here uh yesterday i went and i talked to kind of just browsed through the thing without doing any podcasting or anything just to getting to know the lay of the land. And i talked to so many authors and they basically said, COVID hit and I shut down. Creative fluids just stopped. That was weird.
1: Absolutely true. I think a lot of us started off, well, first I think we started off thinking that this wasn't going to last, of course. Like how long can this possibly go on? And then as the weeks and months and then years started to go by, it was absolutely draining. I'm not surprised that other people had that response. It wasn't a, a time to do fresh stuff. I mean, I did do some writing, but I didn't really do much with it. And that's kind of bad news because all of us as creators and as storytellers, like that's when we needed to be doing the work. We needed to be giving people things to be doing and to get their minds off of what was happening so I think coming to an event like Phoenix Fan Fusion um, is really invigorating that creative energy again and so I think a lot of us are going to get back to work on Monday or Tuesday
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I believe the same thing because uh, as soon as I, uh, I told myself it was like I have several projects that I have felt mm, kind of hold offish or standoffish and i'm, I'm sitting there going you when i get back home i got to get started on this i got to get this going i got to get that going i actually bought a uh, um, a stand um, that somebody used to use for probably like jewelry had big glass or had a glass front had a tabletop and stuff and i'm sitting there going i'm going to convert this for a podcast <laughs> And I'm thinking that i want to put wheels on it so I can roll it into a big old convention center if I get a booth or something.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we need more of that. More of that.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> the first year we did Phoenix Fan Fusion, and, and this is, I think, my sixth year as a podcaster. Uh, and th- the fact that I'm still doing it is uh, absolutely amazing. Um, but... Um, the first year we borrowed a friend of ours uh booth because uh phoenix fan fusion had them out at the uh out in the corridor Mm -hmm. and we borrowed their booth and we actually did our podcast from there so our very first podcast was here at phoenix uh, phoenix comic-con back then back in the day yes back (laughs) in the comic-con days no no uh no rights involved to the name there. (laughs) So um, what new projects have you got since these creative flows have to to be starting now?
1: So I've been working a little bit more on my comic book writing. Uh, That's a very different skill set than writing prose or writing a novel. I had my first uh, comic book Kickstarter successfully funded just a couple months ago. That was Beckett's Last Mixtape, which was inspired and based on my first novel Party. That turned out really, really beautiful. I'm very happy with my artist and uh, it's going to be the first issue in a three-issue arc and if we get all three of those funded then we'll start taking those around to the various publishers and seeing if we can um, see if we can do something with you know Image or one of those guys and that's been a real good use of time because it's 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 stretching like at this point writing a novel is sort of a second nature I guess it's not not that it isn't hard because it's always hard but a comic book is just very different muscles, I guess, get put to use. So that's what I've been focusing on lately, finding other formats for all of my stories.
0: You have to write everything in three sentences, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's the fit in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> that's the fit but, in the little bubble.
1: But you have to learn that. They don't just tell you. Like you got to go out there and learn that kind of stuff from people who know what they're doing. And I've had some really good uh, comic book fans and mentors walking me through that. And uh, it's been really good, I think, for my... Overall creative energy to try some different things that I'm not comfortable with and not used to, so that you kind of have those uh, those tools in your toolkit ready to deploy at a moment's notice in case somebody calls. Because the last thing you want to do is be the guy who's like, "Hey, do you write comic books?" Like, no. <laughs> like, no. You got to be ready to roll, man. You never know.
0: Here, look. Let me look down my list of to-do things: uh, books, uh, screenplays. No, 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 no comic books no, on here com- yet. Yep. <laughs> Gonna have to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the repertoire. So. Um, And the other cool thing about being here at Phoenix Fan Fusion is you've got a lot of brains you can pick.
1: (laughs) You know, I was just saying yesterday, our first day here, um, like we bring books and we sell books and that's great and that's that's part of the business, but... Already, even before yesterday was over, I'd made several different uh, contacts that I hadn't had before and some some opportunities that are kind of in the works now just as a result of being here and, yeah, being around people who are in these various industries and who are professionals in these industries. And I, I hope that people who you know want to be in either comics or writing or even television and film for that matter like you need to come to these places and not just wander the halls and wander between the booths like make connections shake hands look people in the eye have conversations ask questions there's so much information uh, and so many combined years of experience at an event like this that it's it's ridiculous to not come and pick those brains like you said absolutely
0: and, and there, with so many people being here, you, you're absolutely correct. The networking is one of my favorite things about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like this year, it seems to be, I, I would have to say, yes, some networking. But this year, it's more
1: reconnecting.
0: What the heck have you been doing for the last two years? You know, what's this? Yes.
1: What's that? <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of that. And the the absolute sort of joy that everybody has being here is is second to none. Like this is family stuff, you know
0: yeah Oops. got a head of fly in my hand and i'm like what the heck's that moving on my hand oh okay uh yeah the, and it's it's just wickedly phenomenal and and then of course just being able to reconnect as i are saying um i mean uh, you can step away from your booth and look uh, down the the four tables down the down the hall and you're like oh i know you i, I haven't talked to you i think what are you're like Two spaces away from Michael Stackpole, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been able to. He, and uh, Michael Stackpole, and Joe Nassis and I have had sort of a shared space the last couple of years that were that there was a con, <laughs> um, and that's been really cool. Uh, just to be, you know, part of that group of in, extraordinary writers, and um, it makes. I think it's good for the con to kind of group the authors together so people can support each other's work. And I, I've already noticed, you know, this year. Um, a lot of the authors they're 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 sending readers to other booths and saying hey if you oh, yeah. if you like this go check out Marissa go check out Melissa go check out you know whoever and that's been really fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, the, and the, uh, the cross-pollination. I, that's what I would call it. That's a
1: perfect word. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So you can turn around going, "Um, I know this person you said you like what?" Okay. Um, vampire romance. I got somebody for I've you. got right? yep, I got somebody. I got somebody. For you. <laughs> You know, so yeah, it, it's phenomenal. And then just, just as a saying, just getting back into the flow, mm-hmm. and seeing all the the new blood too. Cause yeah, a lot of that. Um, and I've also been in communication with uh, other friends and other organizations. Uh, another friend of mine has actually got a convention going on in um, New Mexico
1: right now, and nice. he says
0: his sales are beyond. He's, he's just going it's it's crazy
1: I think people we were talking about this yesterday uh, before we opened and I, I really think people after the pandemic and everything like they have money to burn and, they, and it's not even just the money to burn but like they're here and that spending that money and buying all this cool fun fandom stuff is part of that connection like I haven't seen you in two years and where are your comic books where are your books where are your your jewelry and your posters and your teach like all that stuff and it's uh, it's such a great opportunity to do that and yeah i think i'm not surprised that's happening
0: well i did see that i uh, uh that you had what i would say a new book that i had not seen before you have actually a dialogue book now
1: i do yes it's fantastic everybody should buy it <laughs> if <laughs> I, you're a writer
0: and, and see i have tried my hand at writing and i do think dialogue is one of my weak parts I, but that's you know in writing a book that's it if you don't have a flow for it mm-hmm. uh, dialogue is definitely a um a place to trip and fall. <laughs> it is not easy to
1: do. It is very easy to get dialogue wrong. Not, I, I, let me take that back, not wrong. It's just really hard to do well, I think. And I think the the advantage I brought to the table was the, you know, over 20 years of theater experience as an actor and director, and that's all we get. We get dialogue, and that's, right. that's all we have to work with, so that was my strong suit. But compared to some of my, you know, author buddies here on the floor today who can write a page of description that will just blow your face off, and I'm like, uh, it was, the sun was out, and it was <laughs> shiny. But, like, listen to this cool dialogue, you know? So we all have a lot to learn from each other.
0: And when I tried, I, I dabbled with trying to write a book also, and, and then I found out that I it's a uh, it's also an educational thing you have to have a deeper repertoire of words that you can use in flow sure because uh, I found that I'm going okay this is great right 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 I could I dick I can do two three pages of just pure action in just a matter of minutes and it's like oh this is great but then I go what's he say when he finishes yeah (laughs) there it is minutes of crickets 20 (laughs) minutes of crickets and then I found that one time I tried going what's a description for uh, a a plant or you know for something that's sci-fi and I called it a space cactus (laughs) seriously (laughs) we're talking creative here
1: Space. I mean, sometimes those placeholders come in handy because, yep, it's, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah,
0: the problem is I, I sent that copy out. That, that's oh, that's no. what it was. So it, it <laughs> was the the book was very interesting until you got up to space cactus. Until got <laughs> to space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I am, I'm proud of. I'll have to go back <laughs> over that one and fix it. <laughs> but uh, all right, so at Comic-Con. Do you have any panels while we're here?
1: Yes. Uh, so today, Saturday, I've got a 1.30 and a 4.30, I believe. Those will both be writing um, classes. So if you're into any kind of uh, script writing or prose, doesn't matter. This will all be a- applicable to comic books, novels, short stories, movies, TV, whatever it is you're, you're working in. And then tomorrow, I'm trying something new tomorrow. I've got one panel don't remember what time it's at, but we're talking about (laughs) monsters, so that's gonna be cool, that's with my friend Joe. And then after that, I'm actually doing a sort of class, I guess, I don't know if you can really call it that, but we're gonna be talking about depression and anxiety and things like that, and how um, those of us who are creatives uh, deal with that, because that's that's a thing that's a real life situation and it impacts our creativity. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to have kind of a, a discussion about that, so we're gonna do that on Sunday.
0: Yeah, that would be one that I might have to attend. Uh, just for the fact that uh, I got some criticism on one of my books that I had tried to write. I stopped writing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And we can't do that. I understand. I It's it's hard. It sucks. Um, and this is something that a lot of us deal with. And one of the things I've learned over the last several years is, you know, I, I don't ask anybody to talk about their stuff. That's totally fine. Right. I don't have a problem talking about my stuff. And I have this albeit very small platform now, um, as an author. And so I feel very strongly about it and I want other people to feel like, listen, you don't have to talk about it or, you know, certainly not to me, but if there's things I can say and talk about that have been part of my journey and that's going to help you get back to writing or get, just feel better. I'm absolutely going to do that. So I I think that's how the, uh, the panel or class or whatever you want to call it. I think that's how it's going to go. We're just gonna be talking about that stuff.
0: So do you uh, are you doing anything outside of the conventions are you stationed anywhere somewhere it's like one of the libraries or?
1: no not at the moment uh, I've got my usual website which is TomLevine.com and I'm on most social media at Tom Levine uh, but uh, after Phoenix Fan Fusion I don't know what's next probably need to get back to work like you said we gotta <laughs> get that, that I have a giant classroom size whiteboard on my office wall at home and it is filled with stuff that I need to get done but we had to get through con first so once that's over come Monday back to work
0: That's great. Um, Let's see. I was trying to think of, uh, so your newer projects, you said that you were going to start working on comic books. So is there a, I don't know, N-A-T-A for this? the
1: uh, So the first book is out, Beckett's Last Mixtape, issue one is already out. You can get a copy at uh, kickstarter.com and then probably just search for my name, Tom Levine, and it should pop up. I'm working on issue two right now, waiting for my art to come back. And then once that's all done and pr- presumably and hopefully kickstarted, then we'll do issue number three. Uh, that'll probably be, let's see, what is this, May? So we're looking at... Uh, Spring, that sounds wrong. Uh, Anyway, before Christmas, let's say that. (laughs) Before Christmas. Spring's kind of over. Spring's over. (laughs) 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 I never remember. We only have the one season here in Phoenix, so I I always get confused. So I think that hopefully the third one will be done before the holidays, and then we'll have a, I'm sure we'll probably do a trade paper back after that.
0: That's awesome. All right, well, I will go ahead and we'll call it so you can get back to work selling some books for you and getting
1: ready for your panels. Right on. Thanks again for having me. All right, we'll talk to you soon.
0: all right we are on day two and this is smash tower for con air radio and i am on my second interview of the day very quickly very quickly and i'm going to let you introduce yourself and we do have some background noise going on so um hopefully it won't be too bad so just go ahead and give me a quick introduction to yourself
3: my name is jen windrow i write urban fantasy based our vampire based urban fantasy and paranormal romance based on greek mythology
0: Sweet. Sweet. There's a lot of interesting... Uh ways you can go on that.
3: (laughs) There is, yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm sitting there going, hmm, yeah, there's there's definitely some interesting ways to go. I I like the idea of a vampire romance, but uh, automatically, as soon as I say that, I think of sparkling vampires. Yeah, (laughs) no, we don't do
3: sparkles. I don't do sparkles. I don't mind sparkles. I just don't do
0: sparkles. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, how many books do you have out?
3: I have six out right now, and the seventh will be out later this year
0: cool cool and are they all this one series or is it good jump no it's around?
3: it's three in the first series and there'll be four in the vampire series so
0: cool um so how have you been during this mm, two years off
3: <laughs> i've been okay but i haven't really been writing which is why book four has taken way longer than it should have um you know, the pandemic hit. Family came home. All my quiet time that I had kind of disappeared, and right. they never really left. So, <laughs> so it's been hard to get back into it. But I swore that on June first, when this is over, when the con's over, June first, I'm. Um
0: yeah, the to Tom, I was just talking to Tom Levine and he said the same thing. Yeah. He's like, uh, it was really slow and kind of stagnant, but mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I get home, my whiteboard, I pull out the whiteboard yeah. and I think I'm just going to go to it. Well,
3: there's so much noise in the world. So right. it's hard to really focus when there's so much going on and, you know.
0: And yeah, with with that in with that in mind, though, there's everything's changing. It is. Um, you know, things that we used to do and made sense you know uh, just a few years ago are totally you know we don't do that anymore we don't, it, it, no. it's like um restaurants that have been placed have been in place are gone mm-hmm. um you know mom and pop shops are all belly they up
3: are. it's sad to see it too
0: so and then basically the only ones that have survived are places that uh, are big companies that had a little bit of you know cash flow background, or they make changes. I mean, my wife likes to go to the ninety-nine cent store, and I says, "What's well, the dollar twenty-five store? dollar twenty-five store now." <laughs> yeah. <the> 25 <laughs> store now. <laughs> so, um, any new projects that you have coming up? What's um,
3: I will have a new series. So when, once I finish book four, I'm going to start a whole new series because I need a. I need a break, I need a little vacation from my characters. I love them, but I need a vacation from them, so I'll start a whole new series. I've been working on um, teaching myself how to use, how to pour resin, and work with my Cricut machine, and um, you know, just all kinds of stuff making mugs I've been just trying to learn crafts that I can you know and, and other things that I can use to market my books and that too so
0: yeah my wife and I actually make crafts ourselves do, yeah and and one of the reasons we like coming to this is we see variations of what right, we what do what people and, do yeah and, and it's like oh I like that I'm gonna try that or I have a variation of that that I want to yeah try.
3: my daughter got a 3d printer for Christmas and I've been using that heck out of that thing like but I'm seeing some of the cool things that I can print and I don't wanna copy anybody, but there's some really cool ideas out there that I could do. So
0: Well, yeah, and I mean even here there's actually several pre three different pre I'm tongue tied. I'm still in a knot. 3D uh, printing places here in the in the con, and one of them actually had a 3D printer up and oh, running. Oh, really? So you could do it? So That's you could, awesome. Uh, well, you could just see it. He had it running, and you could see it being worked, yeah. and I'm like going around. It <laughs> is amazing
3: to watch those things. But they're I very work.
0: time consuming. They are.
3: It takes, um, Sydney did a Spider Bot uh-huh. from the Spider Man ride, 24 hours. It just ran for 24
0: hours. Uh, I had a guy who uh, he did um, um, a dragon. That was uh, in in pieces, but the way the printer printed it, it printed it whole. So it wasn't in pieces. Nice. He just had <laughs> that he just had to pull it off, and and yeah, I guess
3: remove the stilts and that to come in with it. It is the coolest thing ever.
0: It is. But they're expensive. They are. Um, and and you really get it. I I think the going rate for anything that's been three D printed is uh, pretty much a dollar per hour. Yeah, it's huh.
3: expensive. And I will say the filament, if you order it off of Amazon, it's not that bad. But the printer itself is, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, because they have
0: generic ones that you can get pretty cheaply. Yeah, we made the
3: mistake when we fr- we had to return her first one because we couldn't get it. We could not get it to work. And we learned that if you're going to buy a 3D printer, get one that auto levels. Because, honestly, it's the best. It's, it'll right. save you so much time. So.
0: And it opens up a lot of different venues. So, you know, it it Like if you could create um, something that's in your book. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, a goal or um, if someone says, uh, like throughout the book, she wrote in her her journal and, right. then, and stuff like that. You can print something that is tangible with your novels. You
3: can. So I have um, a lot of my stuff is, bat, is vampire bat themed. So right. I found this cute little bat keychain. And so I'm giving them away because it's not costing me really anything to do it. It doesn't use a lot of filament. It takes 45 minutes to print. I can knock out a few in a day, and it's easy, and it's a great giveaway. Plus, it's also something that goes along with the themes of my books. And then the
0: the good thing about a lot of those 3D printers, as long as you get the the filament in place and you have a lot of it, you can just kind of... Just keep going. Yeah, press press start, walk away for 45 minutes, come back, click put the next one on. That's Press start. what I
3: do. I just let it go while I work and I'm like, all right, we're good.
0: It's like, all right, I'm going to wash the dishes for 45 minutes and then yep. <laughs> start vacuuming. For, That's a lot of dishes know. for 45 minutes. <laughs> You've never seen my house. <laughs> we we work on dishes very diligently when we run out of dishes we wash dishes dishes?
3: (laughs) well heck i move my kids paper plates because i was sick of doing their
0: dishes i do have a stack i do have a stack of paper plates in our (laughs) cupboard too so yeah it's kind of entertaining so um but uh so how have you had had to cope i mean you said that you had um all your family came home now i can understand why they haven't moved back out because rents basically doubled or tripled since since then uh, and we were talking about, uh, or I was talking to some others about uh, uh, apartments are like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars for a, ridi-
3: for like a studio. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It,
0: it is, and I'm like, I'm glad about, I'm glad I grabbed my my double wide mobile home uh, five years ago. Yeah, you know because my payments aren't that bad and and such, but. How do you deal with having all these people come back and kind of invade your space? Because you s- said before that your husband came back and... He
3: did. So he actually, so he was obviously working at home and then he switched companies in June, last June and he started taking, he took a fully remote position.
0: So and he's now permanently yeah, at home. we did.
3: We, and we used to share an office because he was gone most of the days, So it was no big deal. I could still work. So after a couple of weeks, I was like... Yeah, We're moving offices. So what used to be the kids' toy room upstairs got emptied and I built my own office in there. And so I have my own space now, which is really, really nice because um, it's funny. You have a whole house, but I never realized that I never had a space that was actually just mine, you know? Right. So now I have my own area.
0: Yeah. My wife and I do crafting, as I said, and I used to have a, a dining room. Yeah. Not anymore. No, craft room. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have, uh, I have like a two, 300 pound full commercialized Juki sewing machine nice. taken up. It took two of us to carry a sewing machine into yeah. the house. That's scary. And then my, my hundred and some odd year old dining room table is now a cutting table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I tried to start off being very careful, but. Hey, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> stay. Yeah. yeah,
3: I have a craft table upstairs that i that's all mine. It's got all my resin stuff. It's got everything in it. And the kids, my kids go and scavenge through it a lot. So It's
0: like, all right, who took my yellow resin? Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Where's my stuff, guys? My scissors. My scissors disappear constantly.
0: What do you mean you were making model cars? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not go what buy your own here stuff. for. <laughs> buy your own 3D printer. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Uh all right, so we've covered that you've got, uh, you've got nice little printing hobbies going on now, mm-hmm. and you've been playing with cricket, which my wife and I have been talking about that also. It's but the
3: coolest thing ever. It really is. I
0: actually found one not too long ago that it's an actual printer printer so it actually prints the images onto the mug so it's not a so it's a sublimation
3: printer yeah i that'll be my next that'll probably be my next purchase is a sublimation i have one of the mug press that you can do the infusible ink on right so that does it on the mug but yeah i'd kind of like to play with the sublimation and see how that works
0: yeah we're we're still kind of trying to decide what we want to do it with but uh Uh, I'm I love new toys so I'm I do like too. Mm, I I've had my that.
3: cricket for about 4 or 5 years now and my two best friends who are also authors they were like, "What are you making this stuff on?" And I showed it. and Now they both have one, and so we, all three of us, just, okay, let's share this file, or let's do this, or whatever. But yeah, it's really cool. We love it because making swag is so easy when you're an author. It's it's easy to be able to make it on your own because it's expensive.
0: Well, some some things. I mean, yeah. I I know that uh, I made the mistake, and I got well. I, we all make mistakes that we have to learn through. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was doing my podcasting, I started printing up uh, merchandise or bumper stickers and yeah. stuff like that. I put a bumper sticker on the back of my new car at the time, um, which was my Malibu. I put it up nice and high and I'm like, oh, that's great. Con Air Radio. I see it yeah. there. It's, it's awesome. And then... I put another sticker on down the on the right-hand corner for people that I think are really funny out at the Arizona Renaissance Festival is the uh, Naughty Nauticals. Yeah. And I put their sticker down there, but 6 months later, mine was pure black. Yeah. Couldn't see what it said.
3: It is. It's hard. Yeah. You got to do good quality. And Naughty Nauticals
0: yeah. looks like I put it on yesterday. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so... What did I do wrong? (laughs) There's definitely a quality issue thing here. I need to figure out where they got theirs printed, and that's where I need to go from now on. Yeah. But, you know, that's the cool thing about bumper stickers. You kind of lean and learn (laughs) along the way. So, But, um, all right, so you're at Phoenix Fan Fusion right now. I am. Do you have any other cons that are coming up or any other... Locations that you're going to be. I have
3: a. It is called Book Lovers, something or other. It's June 11th, and um, it's at one of the hotels down here. I haven't looked at any of the information because I kind (laughs) of wanted to get through this first, and I'm like, all right, because this is the most important one to me. That one is, if I have books left, I'll go, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) But I did Tucson Festival of Books in March, and that was amazing. I
0: I wanted to go down there and such, but uh, I think I was doing another event at that time. Yeah, Uh, it was
3: an amazing event this year. It was busy. I mean, it was yeah, blown away busy
0: yeah and there's uh, tucson comic cons coming up too and i've been debating about I've going, considered down, going to
3: down to that one too uh, my mom lives down there so for me it's easy to be able to go do but well, then like you that. don't
0: even have to pay for a room you yeah. say i'm yeah, just, I gonna just gonna stay sleep on the couch mom yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: what i do for tucson festival of books yeah. i just stay with my mom
0: <laughs> that works i like that all right so where can we find you and your socials
3: i am row b 600 i had to look sorry i don't know that either <laughs> And uh, yeah, look for the white vampire bat on top of my thing, and, and I'm right there. And I'm Jen Windrow. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, Pinterest, Goodreads, Amazon. All my books are on Amazon. They're in Kindle Unlimited. They're on Audible. So I've got audiobooks. So yeah, I've got it all.
0: Sweet. All right. Well, then we hope you have a fantastic weekend, and uh, good luck on all your new projects. Thanks. You too. Have fun. All right. You have a good <laughs> Hello, this is Spanish Tower for Conair Radio, and we are at Phoenix Fan Fusion once again. Oh my gosh, it's been two years. It's crazy, and it's busy. And I am here with a friend of mine that has have been following for a long time, Dirty Teacup Designs. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi,
2: my name's Megan. I'm uh, the creator behind Dirty Teacup Designs. Uh, basically, fashion illustration meets surrealism. Uh, I do a lot of different art based off of things that I've gone through, um, different horror elements, uh, but glamorized, so. Yeah, I've
0: (laughs) been a fan for a long time, and we love getting stuff for our daughter because she loves you guys' work too, so she's just like,
2: oh my. Yeah, quite and a while. I think like 2015,
0: 2016. Yeah, very it's, been, long it's been quite a few years. Actually, I think one of the first shows that we seen you at was probably... probably second in Mesa. Yeah, second, second, second Friday. Second Friday in yeah. Mesa. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was a long I time, yeah. I <laughs> have not been there for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so you are very lucky to have a nice big booth here at yeah. uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion this weekend um and you have a lot of really cool art
2: <laughs> thank you so much so yeah um i'm table a905 pretty much straight down uh the 800 aisle um but yeah i'm very very happy with the large corner setup
0: <laughs> yeah it, it's it a good nifty. weekend it's a good having such a good corner you can step back and you can actually go I see lots of people (laughs) yeah
2: I brought out I brought out the two banners you know (laughs) I gotta gotta get it from every side
0: I almost wish that you could actually you know kind of have a raised Uh, area back here where you can kind of have a chair where you can kind of sit back and look at everything i can hide out
2: so if i need to get away uh, from everyone (laughs) get too claustrophobic
0: all right so pick one of your one of your projects that you want to talk about and give us an idea of what your inspiration was for it yes um and um uh, because this is an audio thing kind of give a description of what it looks like
2: um so one of my favorite pieces that i've done is a dress that's actually based off a wardrobe malfunction and it's how a wardrobe malfunction can feel like a big monster of a problem, like a bigger deal than it actually is. So I made an actual monster dress, so it's made out of um, eyeballs, flesh, hands, all kinds of stuff with a really monstrous, horrible, uh, giant zipper malfunction in the back with the bum hanging out, Uh, kind of like the worst case scenario for your zipper breaking. but you know, it's just kind of a, a quirky, uh, like a funnier take on it. It's, I, I try to not make it so uh, naughty. You know, it's right. a little cheeky. You no, know, no, no pun intended. I guess.
0: I, I uh. did all the cheek. I did the cheeky last night. So <laughs> there, there was uh, a lot of events going on. And last night we had uh, the full body makeup going on oh, nice. with Mark, and then uh, we scooted out of there just before it ended, so we can catch the end of the, the uh, burlesque. Yeah. So lots of the cheeky last night. So <laughs> got the full of that That's for awesome. now. <laughs> but I do always enjoy how you uh, you mix uh, the horror and the, the glamour a little yeah. bit. It's kind of um. nifty.
2: And I like to, you know, I like for my ladies to be very voluptuous, but not too, I don't know, over the top sexualized. You know, they're sexy, but
0: so not like the new, the nowadays anime. <laughs>
2: right, right.
0: <laughs> they don't, they don't have, they don't have a plain Jane girl anymore. Right. It's, it's just that they're everyone. They're all just sex getting. Yeah, they're all looking <laughs> like Marilyn Monroe. Runs. Right. <laughs> She's got red hair. No, no, blonde now. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, I, and, and for, like, one of the examples that I can yeah. see up there is your piece of pizza dress.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's actually called wear your feelings. Like, why just eat them when you can wear them? And uh, that's another one I want to be turning into a dress soon. So that I, would be I'm interesting. actually leaning towards uh, turning my brand more than just illustrations, but illustrations come to life with different garments. Uh, my background's in fashion design. So it was really nice when I made the flesh dress going back to that I'd kind of like that part has been kind of dormant in me for a while I kind of set it aside so it was cool to go back to it and I'd like to do that in the future bringing more of my stuff physically to life
0: well the good thing about with the artwork most of the time is creating the original and then you reproduce it through print yeah. so that part's kind of cool but when you start working on dresses yeah that's going to be kind of really fun because yeah, you're, you're going to turn around going, do I print the material to have this opinion or do I make the material? Have oh, yeah, it'll be all
2: hand done. The flesh dress, I hand painted it, sewed it. Uh, it's essentially like a, you know, a giant
0: quilt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the kind of ones that that would be interesting to see here. Yeah. Uh, right. I re- I remember one of the, the cosplay girls, she um, she made popular... Um, costume from Moana. Uh-huh. Um, but she played the volcano. Oh. Cool. Yeah. And uh, it was the full volcano. It was said it took her hours to get into it, but I'm just saying well, I would love to see her into that, but I think it'd be you know 5 hours to get into it and 20 minutes to get out as soon yeah. as as soon as it's done. So. Oh, yeah.
2: It's a process wearing the dress, you know. It'll be a process with any dress that i
0: So, then, then on that, are you going to model it for yourself to wear while you're doing Probably, these events? Probably. I
2: mean, or if I have somebody, you know, with me. Or um, a model. I, yeah. Absolutely. It'll... I'll figure it out as, as the time Well, because,
0: I mean, because, <laughs> you know, I have different sizes. so Yeah, no, like, of okay.
2: course. Yeah, as far as selling them, I'm not sure yet, just because there's so much that goes into right. it. Right. Custom uh, outfits yeah, are going to be so, tough. We'll see. Yeah, that's that's a... Many years down the road, maybe figure figure out how I can uh,
0: do that. Well, and I know that there are a lot of cosplayers here that that's one of their side jobs. Is they'll, yeah. They'll they'll do what they call a, a yeah. consignment or it's not very a consignment, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, where they could actually have people uh, do the work. But I can understand that would be a little overwhelming. I don't
2: know. I feel like I wouldn't want to like let go of my baby. <laughs>
0: like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I just spent four <laughs> months making <laughs> this, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not turning it over, to you? Right. <laughs> can Can you see how that would work? Uh, can you make this commission? Oh, yeah, sure. And this is what it'll cost. And uh, when you go to hand it over, going, mm, never mind. Right. <laughs> I want to keep it. It fits me great. <laughs> 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 but uh, so, and we've seen you at a variety of different um, yeah. conventions. Like, uh, for example, uh, FearCon. Yeah, FearCon re- awesome.
2: Yeah, uh, I do all kinds of shows. You know, I've done video game conventions. I've done RuPaul's Drag Con in L.A. Um, I kind of fit all kinds of genres.
0: <laughs> it does. I mean, and this is the head. You have the stuff that works for the horror. Yeah. You have, you know, uh, art, anything that's artistic you can get into. So there's plenty of places that you can have your artwork, and that and that's the cool thing about it. So you can just say, mm, yeah. I'm I'll do this one. Do this one. Do this one this, right? one, this, one, this one. this one. This one. This one. You don't even have to really pick and choose anymore. It's just like I fit in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, and that's that's. It's kind of hard to say that with a lot of people. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, a friend over there does. Uh, you know, Jay does Drakey art, so he he's the got dragons, his dragons yeah. and stuff. But dragons are not. I mean, even though you could possibly do something in the horror. Yeah. But it's you know, the It you're, the depends. Are You never know
2: what people will be into. You know, sometimes like in particular when I did the gaming convention, like none of my gaming stuff sold there. It was like everything else sold, so I don't know, you could just never gauge. Maybe people are looking for
0: something different. But they just don't know what I don't they're know. looking for. <laughs> they <just never> know. <laughs> well and that's and that's half the fun here is is one, you get the opportunity to see new things. You get to see other people's ideas of how they can uh, make a character um, you see the transgender characters to where i don't know how many times i've seen guys wearing um oh right what's that character pokemon um the girls there are guys wandering around with the little po- uh, pigtails yellow right. yellow top and uh you know cut off jeans and i'm like okay there's a heck of a lot of that going on. <laughs> uh, I have that. All right. So now that we've gotten f- the convention circuit back up and running, and of course you and, and I have both been to several so far, yeah. what have you got coming up in the future here? Oh,
2: uh, well, I have a Mad Monster coming up in July. Very excited about that. That's it's the one in Glendale. Convention. It's in Glendale, the uh, Glendale Renaissance Hotel. Yeah. Um, very excited for that um gonna be bringing the flesh dress out Ooh. uh so yeah that'll be a big show so. and if the listeners are into horror mad monster has like an incredible list of uh yes you know uh, I'm very i am excited I, for I, jeffrey combs
0: <laughs> yeah i did the fear con and it's much smaller down on this side i haven't never done mad monster um, but at, at the same time, they don't give media passes out for Mad Monster, oh, so I'd have bad. to I'd have to spend some of my own money to go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know the prices, but yeah, that that sucks.
0: I I will have to work on it because uh, you know there are a lot of cool I celebrities. Know, them. I feel like no, I've reached out okay, a couple I, of times. and they've, right. they've said no. <laughs> I'm like no. I'm not I'm not used to that. Okay. <laughs> So uh, another thing I really wanted to talk about is your 3D art that you had printed. Oh those, yeah. <laughs> those are an eye catcher and I got to mention to oh, these. Oh so you. so you know as I said having your 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 teacup um, pouring out, and because this is an audio, I'm trying to describe how how these things are, and it is a three D printer, But it, you got your teacup standing up way high in the air, like a foot off of a splash on the table.
2: Yeah, so they are uh, two little teacups that I keep by my um, website info and my social media info, kind of as like an eye catcher. Right. And, um, and it's so doing yeah, just it's that. a <laughs> spilling teacup, but it's like. It's it, it
0: is nifty uh, Yeah. i, I, I definitely it, it
2: definitely catches people's attention and you know it uh, i think it's on should, brand yeah i
0: think you should print it on the cu- side of the cup you got to yeah, put the dirty yeah got to put the dirty on the side <laughs> of the cup you know too bad you can't have it steaming or something uh, like yeah, that right. that would be kind of wicked if only you
2: can make the steam on there <laughs>
0: all right so i'm going to go ahead and wrap this up so okay. you can get back to work cuz uh, this is saturday it is the busy day it's here busy. at the fugee fan Fusion. So definitely cool stuff. Uh, you did say you're going to be at Mad Monster. Any other places coming up?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll be at First Friday. Uh, yeah, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. I've got my website, uh, DirtyTeacupDesigns.com. I have my whole show list there. And that's
0: the other thing I was going to say. What are your socials?
2: Yeah, so um, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Dirty Teacup Designs, just as it as it sounds. And uh, on my website, dirtyteacupdesigns.com, you can check under shows to check out all my shows that I have coming up.
0: Sweet, uh, sweet. I
2: have a lot coming up, but my brain's like fried right now. So <laughs> just look on there, and it's all there.
0: It's Saturday, so yeah. you, 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 you can't do that. Oh, that's the other thing. It's going to be busy. It's going to be con crud. Yeah, there's all,
2: there's all that, you know. Monday. got my mask on. Let me put my mask back
0: on. All right, let's call it.
1: Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight.
3: Don't be too proud of this technological
2: terror you've constructed.